Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 717. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. It is, uh, I don't know, Wednesday night, right? Am I right? Wednesday night? Yeah, Wednesday night. Um, May 18th, maybe? <laughs> so, anyway, 18th, 19th. I think it's the 18th, actually. Um, nice, nice, uh, comfortable, cool breeze outside. I'm in front of my house, pacing up and down the dark driveway. It's so crazy because we have a street light, like, I don't know, 20 feet from my driveway, right? And um, off on the curb, I have a pretty long driveway. But technically, that light should light up pretty much all of my front yard. But because of a tree that I thought was blocking it and I had cut down, <coughs> what I failed to realize is that there's an actual tree in the middle of my yard, and that's actually the one that's blocking the light. It wasn't the one that I cut. <laughs> so I have this big, beautiful round tree right in the center of my front yard. A couple of smaller trees, one at a leaf specifically so my grandkids could climb. So I have one tree that it's just for them to climb. It's, it's a small tree, easy for them to scale. They won't get, and if they fall, they're gonna hit grass. It's not that high. Then I have my big tree. They're not allowed on that tree because I don't want anything broken on that one. Um, in fact, I'm looking at it now. I need to trim it. I need to kind of shape it up. What I like about this tree, it's really, really straight. So many of these trees in front of these houses are kind of a bit overgrown and kind of slanted. So I'm good, I have that. I had some work done in the back out of a bunch of huge, huge branches uh, uh, taken there. I paid like 500 bucks, 400 bucks for it. Meanwhile, when I first moved here, those things were like branches. They were like, I could have probably cut them down with a steak knife, that's how small they were. Um, And I just, I never thought they would get that big and they just kind of got away from us. One day I just, someone knows, they said, those are big ass trees. I said, you know what? They are. <laughs> they're actually really big trees. So now they kind of, but they're good. We trimmed them. They, they look okay now. So anyway, um, but uh, pretty good day today. Pretty busy. Got up this morning, get those, got the critters up on the bus, uh, sat down, got some writing done. So I'm like at the last, at the last. So this is, for those who don't know, I have a new novel called Fruits and Nuts, right? Um, I've already finished the book, and I'm on my second rewrite. I might do a third. I might, might not. I don't know. Let's see how I feel. Um, but I really like where I'm going with it. Um, I'm actually three quarters of the way through. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm pretty much put it this way. I think the book is like, I don't know, 290 something uh, pages. So I'm like at 200 and. 50 pages. That's where I'm at now. 
page 250, like around there. So that's that's about how much time I got. So I'll probably be done with this draft sometime next week. Um, <coughs> I don't think I'll go past next week. And then I'm going to probably put it down for a minute <coughs> and then take another read-through. I might have to print it the third time and... Uh, so I could shape it and put it into order, get all my chapters together. Uh, but it's a really good, you know, I, what I like about this book, unlike my other books, it's not freestyle related. There's no freestyle in this, people. I don't even know if I, if I mentioned freestyle at all, to tell you honestly. In fact, I don't think I'm doing anything music. I think they play the radio. That's about the extent of the music that's in this, in this book. Not that, uh, it's just I did, you know, Freestyle for Life was about music. Yes, yes, y'all was about music. Freestyle was about music. Freestyle promotions, seven simple steps about music. Freestyle, uh, 12 doors of freestyle is about music. Uh, the five step guide to, uh, is about music. The only other book is my quote book. The last one I just put out um, called uh, Quotes by Law. It's over 175 uh, personal quotes that I've written. Um, that's the only one that's not music related. Even though when you go through the pages, I think I have a quote that says, Freestyle music is the universal language of love, you know? Um, so, uh, anyway, yeah. Um, but this book, I love the way, I love where it's going. I did get stuck. I like really got to a point. And, I, and then I remember when I got to, I got stuck. There was a point where I got stuck and I thought back. I, I, I gave it a minute. And I said, you know what? Every single book that I had, that I've written, I've gotten stuck just like this. And what I would do literally is I would, some people say pray on it or meditate on it or think about it. And that's what I would do. So I would put the issue that I, I was facing, what the problem is, like where am I stuck? Let's say there's a kid and he's, I don't know, he needs to find somebody. And I'm stuck. I'm like, man, why? How would he find it? And what I would do is put that situation into my head. <coughs> Excuse me. I would put that situation into my head, and um, and just kind of sleep on it. Literally sleep on it. I would put that into my head, and I don't know what you guys do when you lay down. When you lay your head down and to go to sleep, unless you just watch TV and then fall out. That's different. But sometimes I have to, I'll watch TV and then I'll turn off the TV because I know if I'm, I just, what happened was TV irritates me. So I have to literally turn it off. So I'll turn it off, I'll turn over, and now I have to put something in my head. I have to put, I can't talk, I can't think about problems. I can't think about bills. I can't think about family issues. I can't think about any of that stuff. I have to think of something that's productive, almost like a puzzle. So, so, Having these situations in my books are like puzzles, so I need to figure it out. And I realized that I've done this with all my books, and I've always come up with a solution. And it's always been come, it's always turned out to be really a great situation that, that I fixed. And, uh, and so I put that in my head, and I, I kind of didn't worry about it. I said, you know what? I went through this, now I need to solve this problem. I need to figure out, matter of fact, I got another problem in my head right now that I need to solve within that book. And it's so funny, because it really didn't dawn on me. Like I knew about it, I kind of forgot about it until right now when I'm bringing it up. Because I'm like, 
wait, I'm not finished. I have a, I had an issue. I solved it. I know where I'm going with the book now, where, where this part is. But then I, I said, and then I said, okay, I'm done. But no, I'm not. There's actually one more issue, which is something I'll sleep on again. Matter of fact, I won't sleep on that tonight. Um, but anyway, so I'm in a good spot with the book. I'm very excited. I'm trying to come up with the cover idea. I have a, a handful of ideas, um, and I'll just take it from there and see. <coughs> see what I'm gonna do. Who knows? But um, after I was done with that, I went into the office and I had to take care of paperwork. Had a bunch of paperwork. Got a bunch of shows coming in. But what was most exciting today and yesterday? And I think all of you guys know is the fact that everyone is posting about the cover girls on the Wendy Williams show. We are getting so much play, so much love, so much support on it. And it's truly, truly appreciative. It's great. It's great. And, and you know what? Like anything in time, it's going to die down. We'll be back to where we were. But you know what? It was good while it lasted. And it really... And it played a lot more roles. I think it's played more roles than I, I could even give it credit for, you know? Um, uh, people say, oh, you got the exposure. Yeah, but the exposure for the Cover Girls is a different kind of exposure. Because the Cover Girls were already a famous group. They already had hits. They have a lot of videos. They've toured. Everybody knows them. But we had an issue with New York. New York had a fake version of the Cover Girls that was controlled by old management, the old CoverGirl management. And so that way they could continue uh, being profitable. They put together a group with some girls and called them the CoverGirls and put them on because apparently they owned the trademark. But you can own the trademark all you want. But if you don't, it's like, okay, I own the trademark to Michael Jackson. Okay, cool. All right. But you're not Michael Jackson. So who are they going to book? The person that owns the trademark or the artist? You understand? So... That's where we were with that. So the fact that we had this issue with New York um, and, and the person who, who claimed ownership of the, of the, of the trademark um, was pretty, has been pretty busy for many years in New York. He kind of had his hands uh, in a lot of, in a lot of uh, the New York stuff. And I could have went in there, rolled my sleeves up and duked it out like I did everywhere else. But... I didn't really find that one necessary. Like, I really wasn't that concerned with, um, excuse that truck. I really wasn't too concerned with New York at that level. Like, I didn't want to do the clubs. I didn't want to do the private parties. I would have done Radio City Music Hall. I would have done Madison Square Garden. It would have to be big. Um, and the numbers have to be right. Like, everything has to be right for New York, you know? Especially after we went, what we went through and the fact that they had this fake group uh, all over the place, uh, um, but <clears throat> the fact that we were able to bring the cover girls in and not do a club and not do anything else, but do this thing that had over two million viewers nationwide and put the girls up there to let people know they're still performing. Angel performs solo, she performs with the group, and boom, and and just have it have it work that way. Um, I could not have planned it any better and I, I thank God for giving us that opportunity I thank him for for allowing me to see the opportunity and for me to pursue it because it got a little shaky it really got a little shaky to the point where I was like 
man, I kind of, I'm real with you, I kind of felt, it got so shaky at one point um, where I was almost to the point where I was kind of hinting that maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we shouldn't do this because it's, it's not, the pieces aren't fitting, but by the grace of God, of course, the pieces actually came together. And as soon as I saw that there was a billet that they were going to come together like that, I took a deep breath and I jumped. I said, okay, guys, I wrote to them like the next day because I kind of busted their bubble. I didn't want to, but at the same time, I didn't want to stick them up. I wanted to let them know right away, hey, we might have a problem with this. And they kind of gave, they were patient and they kind of said, well, see what you can do. I think it could work itself out. And it did. I made a phone call. And it freaking turned out to be probably better than I expected. It really did. Um, and we did the show, and it was fun. And we were in New York. It's our first time back to New York. And for me and Angel, walking the streets of New York, 6th Avenue, first time in 15 years, eating a dollar slice, standing on the, uh, in, in the doorway of a little old pizzeria that had no chairs and just a little round table that we... We hijacked <laughs> um, it. It was a really, really great experience. Everything, I'm so grateful, so grateful. Like if I woke up now and this was all a dream, I would be so upset. I really would. I would really be so, so upset. So I'm really grateful. And everyone who's been supporting it and sharing it, you, you have no idea what that means to us. We try to go in there, me and Angel both and the girls, try to thank everybody for their support and their love because it really, really matters. When you are liking something, especially if you're sharing it on your page or, man, you are doing an incredible justice and you're telling us that, hey, what we did counted. It made, it it was important. It was important. And anyone who knows the history of the cover girls and the history of, of what angels had to endure over the years, you can really appreciate this victory because that's exactly what it is. It's a victory. Now, we don't wish anybody bad. Whatever happened, happened. We're not trying to go there. We just want to keep building. We want to keep building. We want to keep building our genre. I love freestyle. It's not really the music, people. I love the music. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, I don't listen to the music. Yeah, I listen to the music. What I'm trying to say is I love what freestyle is. I love it as a, as a culture. I love it as this mechanism that belongs to us, that was created by the young urban Latinos, man. This was our hip hop and and it made many of us, you know, pretty wealthy or at least stable. It gave us careers. It it allowed us to travel the world or at the very least to travel the country. Had I not been in this business, had I not been, I've been in this business for 30 years, right, 35 years, whatever, 30 years. Had I not been doing this for so long, would I have ever made it to Canada? Had I, have, would I have ever made it to Texas, to California, to Chicago? Like, why would I have ever gone to any of those places? I would never have had a reason to go to any of those states let alone the cities, because when we do Texas, we don't just, we do Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, Corpus, Houston, El Paso. When we go to California, we're in LA, Long Beach, 
San Jose, Modesto, Salinas, Oakland. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are everywhere. We go to Florida, we go to Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Panama City, West Palm Beach. You know, Illinois, a lot of times it's Chicago, Juliet, um, those, those areas there, you know, but a lot in Chicago. So it's very, really, really uh, big spot there. So, and then of course up into um, like the New England states, right? So Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Uh, we don't do a New Hampshire, but um, those other states I just mentioned, yeah, we do them quite often. You know, and of course New York. Tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Philly. Um, it's it's incredible. Would I have never, why would I go, ever go to any of these places? And, and then let me add on top of that. Let me add on top of that. Aside from going to these cities for so many years, I have met some of the most wonderful people in the world that I would ever have, I would never have had the opportunity to meet these people. I'm not talking about promoters, I'm not talking about artists, I'm talking about fans. Fans of freestyle. I have met some of the most wonderful people ever, and I would never have met these people had I not been in this business. And they come from all walks of life. Every, you name it, male, female, it doesn't matter what, you know, Puerto Ricans, Mexican, white, Indian, Asian, uh, man, it's crazy, it's crazy. And a lot of them are my friends. And you guys who are my friends, you know who you are. And I do love and, and respect and appreciate all of you. Um, you guys have always been supportive of, of everything that we do. And it just makes everything just that much better. And I'm, I'm very content, I'm very satisfied. I've been blessed, and I, I, I just want people to know that I, I would never think that anything that I've done or anything that I've gotten is all about me. It, I would, I could never say that. That's stupid. I could never say that. Anyway, um, that's pretty much it for now, guys. I'm gonna shut down, call it a night. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, I've been staying up late, working late. I kind of do, I, I've been drinking Bang, which is like a Red Bull energy drink. Um, so I've been drinking that. I usually knock it out at seven, eight o'clock. That gives me a few extra hours to kind of pick up. And I, anything that I have uh, lingering, um, like I have to finish up, I can usually finish up. So it gives me that little burst. Because in the morning I drink my coffee, in the evening I drink a Bang. Um, so I got that. Oh, and another thing, I don't know if I told you guys yesterday, I was get, having such a problem getting into this one uh, site that I've been dealing with for several years. And um, during the pandemic, I, I didn't have to go into it. I didn't do it. I didn't use it. And I kind of got locked out of it. And then I had my server. I had my server and um, um, that was acting. I had to change like emails. Oh, what a mess. And it took me all week to finally... Because what happens was you send these people, um, like to help people, you know, you chat with them, you send them a, an email, you tell them what the problem is, and they answer your problem, they answer the question the following day. So if I ask on Monday, they answer me on Tuesday. And then I ask another question on Tuesday, they answer me on Wednesday. And that's how we've been going. And then finally, and then they got me what I need. I needed a certain password to come in. And when they gave me the password, I was, yes. 
So first they gave me the email I used. I, didn't, I totally forgot about the email that I was using. I was using a totally different email. So they said, well, this is the email. I said, oh, okay, cool, thank you. <clears throat> so I put that email in, boom, still could not get in. I tried every password, could not. So they sent me a temporary password, which was like a string of like 25 letters and numbers. So I just cut and paste that, put it in there, boom, got me through. But the problem is I had one of those two-factor authentication uh, things. And what that is, is um, it's a second, um, it's almost like, um, so when I hit the password and I try to go in, what it does, it sends me like a code to either my email or my phone, and it says to prove, to make sure that's me. So it's like a second layer of security. And I do that whenever I have like a credit card or one of my own merchant um, systems attached. You know, I don't want people to hack that and get into other people's credit cards or into mine or my bank. Even though it's all, you know, FCC, it's all protected and stuff like that. And who wants to go through that headache? I don't want it. And I hate for anybody to get, you know, for that to hit anybody or hit me and then we don't really pay any mind and we lose money and then even though two months later we catch it, we can fix it. But what if we don't check? We don't catch it. That's happened to me, you know? Um, so it took a while and then finally um, they saw what the problem was and they fixed it for me. And all of a sudden, right before dinner today, I got in and I was like, because oh, you don't understand, I would have had to recreate this site all over again. And I, I came real close. I saw myself, actually, I started taking some of the information, copying and pasting it into like a Word document so I could go. I looked at the work and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this is going to be so much work. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. Not now. I got so, this would have took me until I leave to Daytona and I, on the 27th, I didn't want to deal with this. So. So they fixed it. Thank God. Anyway, all right, let me shut down. I appreciate you guys. I'm done. Thank you. Be cool. Be safe. And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.